0: Hey, we're back because we're the prodigals. The prodigals.
1: That was so cute. Nice. Very like nice. Very nice. Very nice. 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 You know who's not here tonight? My wife. <laughs> 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 My wife is not with us. Uh, <laughs> Yes, welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith that culture. We discuss topics not normally preached in a pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. What's going on? My name is Mark, and I'm joined by Billy and Yo Yo, yo. Alan. It has not
0: fixed the blue thing yet, so I'm still Papa
1: Smurf. Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf. So, this week... <laughs> We're bringing to you another question of the month. This month's question has actually been in our list of topics to talk about for a while now. and so scary. We actually had it slated for a Table Talks episode. But, you know, I thought it would be fun to just do it for this segment. Just ask this question straight out. So let's get to it. Our question, of the month, is... What constitutes heresy?
2: Dun, dun, dun. Let's talk about
1: heresy.
2: <laughs> We're still singing. All right. Just like all the times, all the discussions we have, I really hope I don't speak in heresy. Okay. Go. No, I was going to ask a question to clarify the question. Because what's the definition of heresy?
1: So the definition of heresy... Is a belief or opinion contrary to orthodox religious, especially Christian, doctrine? What <sighs> is orthodox? Are <laughs> <it harder, laughs> there other man. words to that? Come on, can,
0: we, can we get like an English version of that?
2: that that's English enough. <laughs> <laughs> belief or doctrine that's different from orthodox or accepted doctrine within the church or religious system.
0: Okay, so basically... Is that better? Is that better for you? (laughs) You believe something that other people don't believe in your church.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Opinion profoundly at odds with what is generally accepted.
2: (gasps) Okay, Okay. I guess like not within your specific church, maybe within the greater universal church. But every time I think about this question, I think about this, in essence, every Christian is is a heretic to another Christian. (laughs) <laughs>
0: can you go around pointing heretic 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 heretic, me, heretic. heretic.
1: Yeah. yeah and it's I think it's easily it's, it's lightly said you know it's not it's not viewed as this grave offense like it's so easily just you can easily accuse someone of bearing a, being a heretic <laughs> out of nowhere um I've seen in um, Facebook comments when there's, you know, Stephen Furtick, he's like to a conservative Christian, like to a deeply, you know, the Southern Baptist or um, the Bible Belt Christians Uh um, and those who are leaning towards more conservative views, people who lean towards that side have, I've seen that they've labeled you know, people like Steve Furtick as a heretic because mm. of his methodology of preaching, whereas, you know, he's Cause not. Because of his
0: methodology?
1: Yeah. So what they like the say. The way he speaks? Yeah, the way he speaks. That's the way heretical because he, of the way he speaks. That's what they say. So. um
0: Who's coming up with that?
1: <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, um there's this term where, like, they label Steve Verdicts preaching as narcissus, where uh, <gasps> narcissus, okay. so wow, which uh, connotes that it's there's about something him. narcissistic about the way that he preaches, in which he he connects it to the personal experience of people rather than exegetical preaching, in which oh um, yeah, 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 like what is the Bible saying? Uh, in this text and how does it refer to God whereas Steve Furtick is like how do you experience this passage for yourself or like what does this teach about the human experience so let's say traditional or more conservative thinking when it ter- when it comes to the the story of David and Goliath is that David is Jesus and only Jesus can defeat the glo- like the giants in our lives, right? Uh, whereas Amen. Um, those those people would cringe or would view down, look down on people who would preach that David is us or like David is like you and me. Like we can go through this trial and we couldn't overcome our giants because David did it, Right. And even though, you know, Steve Furtick always has that.
0: Wait, people have a problem with you saying, hey, you can be like David, who is a human? Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: And if it, you- if it goes off script with what, you that know, doesn't make mainline sense to evangelical me. <laughs> Christianity speaks about what this passage really means. Then you're a heretic, I guess, in their in their definition. That doesn't make
0: sense to me. The whole idea of the Bible <laughs> is to, you know, is to see yourself where you fit in that in that narrative, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to me yeah. at
2: all. Amen. Like, Remember, yeah, you're always someone else's heretic. <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah, and you know that whole that whole fiasco with John MacArthur when he told Beth Moore to go home. Do you guys know about that?
0: I do not I have zero. Clue. Okay, so
1: <laughs> context there. <laughs> there was woke. a panel. There was a panel of conservative preachers um, who don't like Beth Moore, or not maybe less about Beth Moore, but more about women preachers, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, but because mm, Beth Moore is the most prominent or like the more prominent of the women preachers she's targeted a lot by you know these these group of people and so the panel what's it called the panel discussion leader i guess like the the moderator uh, yeah the moderator oh forgive okay, me that's a good one um the, so the moderator <laughs> asked what okay give me something that comes to your mind when i mention these words Right, and the first thing that he says was Beth Moore.
0: Wow, uh, she's in the panel. She's in the panel. She's not. I I don't think she was in the panel. She was in the panel. So the moderators, moderators, just said, "Tell me whatever comes to your head when I say Beth Moore." Really, they threw her under under the bus right away,
1: completely. So, and you know, God bless Beth Moore. uh, God bless her heart because she did not say anything about it, and she did not retaliate in any way. Or even defend herself. So, uh, but so John MacArthur had that whole fiasco. There was this whole controversy within the Christian church because he told her the 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 words that came out of his mouth was "go home," which was controversial oh, enough. But the other, like the other one that I want to highlight, is another panelist, another preacher, said when he thinks about the word or like the name Beth Moore, the first thing that he says, that he thinks about is narcissistic because of, because of a statement that Beth Moore put out there that when she looks at the scriptures, when she reads a story or when she reads a passage, she wants to see herself in that passage and what she wants to learn or like what she can gain. Mm. And to like that's to certain people, to certain Christians, that's considered narthegesis. And that's like <laughs> that's a looked no-no. down upon. So, and that's, I think, what a lot of Christians are like saying about these kinds of preachers that that highlight more of the human experience rather than what we can learn about God. Or um, uh, not even what we can learn about God, but just like highlighting the human experience within these passages is that they're labeled heretics or like they're yeah so they're just because their methodology of preaching um or the way that they preach is different from what is accepted within a group of (laughs) believers then that makes it heresy
0: i'm sorry that that doesn't okay anyways anyway I <laughs> mean
2: see I guess in that in their sense within their group of you know their group of doctrine and their group of believers to them what they are doing is heretic because it goes against what's Orthodox or what's accepted as you know okay to be doing within their group right so therefore you are heretic
0: I guess I mean because like my my idea of heresy really just was rooted in you know what is you know what is acceptable in the in the scriptures, right? Sure. What is what is not? What goes against it? Preaching to me doesn't have like very much to. It doesn't have a
2: hold on it. Like you we know, don't. I'm pretty sure in the Bible it didn't say anything about Jesus is incorrect.
0: Yeah. What did right? what did they say about when Paul says, "Well, I am this people," or like I'm, I I became like this person, you know, or you know um, I I learned to live you know uh within my means like I, I learned i know what it feels like to be with whatever every like what you know to have much to have little to like whatever what do they talk about when like how do they interpret when when they get to the passages where Paul's like yeah i shouldn't boast but i can boast because you should really be mine i mean that's you know and he says like <laughs> i'm really not going to boast but if i'm going to boast like all these things that i went through like what do you say to that like that doesn't yeah. make sense to me
2: all right yeah so i guess that's not a good def- a good way to use the word heretic. Well, I mean, it, I mean, I don't think that's the type of heresy we're we're talking about here with this. What constitutes heresy? Well, we can I mean, clearly yeah. say that that doesn't con- like what they're saying to Beth Moore to like. And Steve I don't Furtick, know anything about I that Beth Moore. Yeah, and yeah, me
0: I don't listen to a whole lot of verdict, uh, so yeah, I can't. Furtick, yeah. So I can't necessarily say that he is or he isn't but to, but for and in my in my estimation to to say somebody is a heretic because of the way that they preach like like you know when when somebody's speaking it's really just about them mm-hmm. yeah for sure right you yeah, you yeah, know yeah. with like
2: yeah the people okay. yeah I'll like say you know sometimes steven ferdic some of his some of his sermons could be a bit iffy like it's, it's always one I would say it's like a statistically maybe it's like one out of ten. All okay. the nine sermons are so pretty solid. and there's one sermon I'm just like, oh, that was kind of weird. Like he's reaching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, but, like, what, what,
2: the message he's preaching, but everything else is like solid. like everything else I've heard of him is solid. so yeah and then yeah, that yeah, yeah but like
1: you feel like he's reaching.
2: Yeah, I might be, re- yeah, like he's reaching a little bit and I wouldn't constitute it oh, heresy. I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't know if I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. That's, I, the, I, that's the farthest I'll go.
0: Like, I mean, you could have a problem with that, that type of preaching, but I don't think like, I I mean, maybe it's just me, but I wouldn't call that. I wouldn't say that's heretic. You you need to pull him aside and say, Hey, this is a little bit too much it's of a yourself. Ify, man. It's a little iffy, man. It's, it's a bit, Yeah. There's a little know, bit, man. like you can say that he's a little, a little bit prideful right in, in that right. regard if that's if that was the case sure but that's not heresy that's not everybody's heresy. got that's everybody's true. got a little bit that's of pride true. that they gotta that they gotta deal with
2: okay right? so like let's say if a, a like a really well-known preacher and then he says like oh it's like jesus he was just like just he was just a human and that's it and that's all that he says
0: yeah that's, like they, that's they, disregard, that be, they disregard
2: his like godship his, his godship like, yeah
0: yeah, and then so that constitutes-
2: Yeah, parasy, well, that's right? the
0: traditional one that I'm familiar with. If it's if it's now expanded to like, you just don't like how a person does things. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like there's a whole, like maybe what you're saying is right. There's a whole lot of everybody's a heretic to somebody. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm but telling you. But if that's the case, like, you know, if that's the case, then we're all, you know, God is going to be like uber like upset because that's his body. And you're going to be like, that's so divisive. Just because you don't like <laughs> a, well, the way a person does things, right? Not th- it's not the way that you would do it. Maybe it's a little bit prideful. Yes, okay, deal with it, mm. right? That's not. I'm not saying that it's 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 uh, acceptable and they should, you know, whatever. But at the same time, well, maybe the reason why I'm t- I'm taking such a strong stance against is stance against it is because when somebody's going to label you as a heretic, when you're going to say that you're uh-huh. teaching heresy, that uh-huh. usually equates to we're going to kick you out of the church. Yeah. Yeah, you're no, not seriously. A, you're not a yeah. good Christian. Like you're, you're like an antichrist type person. Like you're yeah, against, sure. you're against God's church, and you're doing like uber harm yeah. to it. Yeah. So like that's that's a serious accusation that you don't want to be throwing around lightly. And you're you're throwing it just because you don't like the way that dude preaches. Mm, don't listen to him.
1: <laughs> There's so <laughs> many more preachers that you can listen to. Like why click on that Facebook <laughs> hey. video of? A preacher that you don't even like, <laughs> well, you could just skip it, right?
2: Well, but I, I, I guess you can see where they're coming from. These, these more conservative gospel coalition fundamentalists, and I, and right? And I because, that because like and I get they that. believe they are preaching. These people are preaching heresy, and they don't want this heresy to continue, right? Okay. So it makes sense why they're talking yeah. them down. Yeah. But to my, like to my. I guess beliefs and understanding what heresy means definitely does not const- I think out of this conversation we've <laughs> defined what is still not heresy cuz I do not think that's heresy.
0: Well, I know for, I know for certain for certain if I, I don't know about this expanded explanation of it, but the the sure. what I understand yeah. is if you teach something that is commonly like commonly seen as a biblical principle that you're teaching something that is against that that's heresy. Mm-hmm. right um yeah and so yeah like so it you know the bible like as your as your you know example the bible teaches us that god is fully man he's also a divine being right he's fully he's, he's fully, god. fully god God, mm-hmm. right and so they've had you know there is there is a heresy um that teaches that Jesus is only human or Jesus is only a divine being. And there wasn't like the humanist aspect of it. So you're denying one of those things, right? Uh, Another one is sort of like I had a professor in seminary. I don't know why Uh he still had a job, (laughs) but he he was, he was basically saying, you know, he said to like a, a handful of us after class, that he doesn't think that like that he he believes that there's no such thing as uh, as the Holy Spirit as an individual, yeah. right? There's there's only mm. two gods. There's a God, the Father, God, the Son, and That's the Holy it. Spirit is just the Spirit of God. That constitutes a, uh, as I understand it, a heresy. Yeah,
1: because it's wildly. Yeah, because that goes back to the Nicene Creed, right? There's Father. Is this the Apostles' Creed or is this another Creed? I don't know.
2: I think oh, Nicene, I mean, Nicene. Nicene. Yeah, there was tree, the Father, right? the Son, Nicene and the and Holy the Spirit.
1: And then it also, that also solidified that Jesus was both human and divine. But mm. then there's a the Holy Spirit there too.
2: You know what I said, like, when people would say Jesus was just a human? I think the pastor of Bethel Church said that in a sermon. No way. <laughs> he said that <laughs> no Jesus... Is just a human because if he was a god that means we wouldn't be able to do the things he did on earth
0: wow yeah that's uh that's he said in a sermon
2: exactly so that constitutes heresy i would say something like that that's probably why that that example came up in my head because i was like wow that was pretty that's pretty out there it's pretty outrageous it's pretty heretical Oof.
1: yeah man
0: yeah, that's, uh, uh, what is it? Adoptionism or Arianism. Yeah, Arianism. Denial of the true divinity of yeah.
2: Christ. Wow. So that definitely goes against what the Orthodox belief of Christianity, yeah. right? Like, that Jesus was not both human and God. You're just denying his Godship, essentially. So that's that constitutes some heresy there. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the question is, like, to for something to be constituted as heresy you have to have a solidified fundamental doctrine that is exists throughout all of Christianity essentially
1: right yeah i think you make a good point there yeah i
2: mean
0: yeah as a as a generally accepted so sort of like it's yeah a generally accepted principle like we accept that there's a god you know there's a god the father right somebody might say no there isn't a, a father there's only jesus right um and so that would be a heresy because you're teaching no there's you only should worship Jesus because God the Father you know he's not whatever and there's a variation mm. of this that I usually talk about um you know it's the it's the it's the heresy that people would have taught that the the God in the Old Testament is evil but the God of the New Testament which is Jesus is the good one you should follow only him
2: Mm, Interesting.
0: Mm.
2: Right. Interesting. Martianism. Martianism. Yeah. There
0: you go. In the fourth so, century.
1: Yeah. And there are
2: so things that are fundamental across all Christianity. Well, the Trinity, I would say, right. That's one thing that's pretty consistent throughout mainline Christianity, fundamental beliefs, right? The Trinity. What else is like there? The gospel. But like, the question is like, what else is fundamental, right? Jesus died. You know, so some people true. will say,
0: no, he didn't, or he was, ra- he was raised from the dead. No, he wasn't. He just died. D- right. D- mm-hmm. you know, that, will, that will constitute heresy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Like that's the foundation of Christian belief, right? Jesus, you know, he lived, he died, he rose again. You, you deny any of those things. That's heresy
2: for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and it's not like heresy is something that came after the church, right? The Bible has has uh, the Bible mentions one or two of them. Gnosticism is the one that comes up uh, that comes to mind.
1: Yeah, Gnosticism pretty much means What's there's like not everyone. There's something that is hidden, and only a specific people can know it, right?
0: Um. Yeah, and and the thing that they don't know is that for a Gnostic, um, it uh, there is this idea of duality, right? Um, that there is a material and there is a spiritual, right? The material or the body is evil, and the spiritual or the soul is good. Therefore, destroy the things that is natural, that is that is material. Um, in order to free your your spirituality your soul and you know
1: yeah
2: that's stuff he, wow that's, that's, that's kind of crazy
0: yeah so it can get it can get really complex you know and it's thought and it's philo- philosophy depending on what of crazy the, you know depending on what the heresy is and you know the early church the mid you know the, during the mid centuries there's a lot of theology like going going around yeah. right uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people studying. Uh, and so, they'll get uh, uh, an interpretation. Somebody will get an interpretation that might be a little bit off, and they'll run with it. And that's how you get heresy. <laughs> hey,
2: oh, yeah. man, it's so
1: sc- and, so crazy. Uh, we're yeah, and there's definitely room to believe that there's heresy. Like we're not saying that we shouldn't label people as heretics ever. Heretics, because yeah, you know, there have been times when the Apostle Paul has labeled people wolves and there's even a time when Clothing, yeah. the apostle paul has excommunicated people for preaching different doctrines um so there is there are people who will preach um heresies but also i think there's something to be said about um the church can keep learning as history goes on and that the church doesn't have sure. the complete truth Right now. And we've seen that in history, whereas, you know, Copernicus and his relationship with the church and Galileo Galilei, where they taught that the sun was at the center of everything rather than what the church believed was that the earth was at the center of everything. And they got persecuted for it and they got labeled as heretics because of it. Um, But then later on, you know, History or science proved that the sun was at the center of it. So, um, although the Bible never said anything about, you know, the sun being at the center, and in fact, it said contrary that the sun sets and the sun rises in the east and sets on the west, um, which you know tells us that it's the one. That is rotating, and it's the one that stands still. Um, when there were, when God was holding up the sun for Israel, but later on down the line, we learned that, you know, the Bible wasn't really speaking in scientific terms, um, but um, science proved that Copernicus and Galileo were correct. Um, yeah, but then we have other people who were labeled as heretics by church fathers. Like Martin Luther was against, who was it? Johann Agricola, in which Johann, this was crazy to me when I learned this, but because Martin Luther was (laughs) a proponent of the canon within the canon, which was books that preached more on works rather than grace was less less inspired. <laughs> so, um, so Galatians, <laughs> So Martin Luther believed. Um, I don't know if he believed it when he died, but like he taught that there was Galatians because it preached more about grace was more inspired by James. Because James preached more about works, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then I learned that he really he was against this guy named Johann Agricola who who preached antinomianism.
0: Antinomianism, um, yeah. In
1: which, uh, which means that grace, like because we are under grace, that the law doesn't have. You know the law is obsolete, and like the free. law doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh Yeah, and it was, mm,
0: yeah. Um and that kind of still exists in our churches today. If we're going to be honest mm-hmm. here, yeah, right. That's still that's still floating around in some form, mm. churches.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's crazy. Right. It's like, crazy um, though that it was Martin Luther <laughs> who fought against that. When otherwise, like in history, he was known as you know like people who was so against works but or so against the law, but uh we can see that in Martin yeah. Luther's eyes, the law still had a, a a place and a role to play.
2: Man. Now now I feel like the question has been asked what constitutes heresy. I feel like we need to put out a statement on what <laughs> constitutes heresy and what does The prodigals
1: know? believe.
2: <laughs> um I was like just Doing some searching up about heresy and whatnot, and I stumbled, I stumbled upon this um, this article, and it, and it was a it's an article based off a a study they did. Um, it was by the State of Theology in the United States conducted a research, um, a research study and interviews with, uh, with like with some Americans who were who said they're Christian, and it was kind of crazy because it, the article talks about. The heresies that exist within the church, within evangelical Christians still. Um, I'll read you some of the statistics. It's kind of crazy. Um, they said more than 16, so more than two thirds, 69% of Americans disagree that the smallest sin deserves eternal damnation. Um, what else? Some of them, what else? Uh, a majority of uh, 59% of US adults say that the Holy Spirit is a force and not a personal being. Wow! Yeah, uh, that, was like my, that was like my professor. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, 52 percent. Most people are basically good. Fifty one percent of the people. God accepts the worship of all religions. Um, and there was this other one. I forgot where it was. There, I forgot the percentage. But like a lot of people do believe good works contribute to my place in heaven.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: So it's kind of crazy to me how the like these are like can I say these are definitely heretical statements that people believe and agree with would you say well yeah, you don't say all of them were heretical but like some of them were heretical right <laughs> oh, yeah. at least yeah, 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 yeah. and and I think it's kind of crazy to see although this is a Amer- this is the states and whatnot I do feel there's a good amount of Christians who do believe in some of those statements still and that's a that's kind of a crazy thing to think about because that clearly constitutes heresy and then like what do we do about it? Cause like these are, I think there's like a, a good amount, like a large number of Christians that believe this, believe these statements. Wow. So what do we do with this? You know, like, okay, for me, like what constitutes heresy is anything like, I think one of the basis, base, basic things that I would constitute as heresy is anything that needs to be added on, on top of the gospel, on top of what Jesus did. Um, Jesus sacrifice, in order for salvation in order for salvation right that's to me if anything is added on on top of that that's definitely that's definitely a heretical statement or that's definitely constitutes heresy so if you have to do anything on top of that then then I I feel like that's that constitutes heresy and I'm pretty sure people would definitely say things against that towards me because (laughs) you know there's so many other things
1: Mm, yeah
0: uh, you know, and here's the thing, though. I mean, you could you can have issue with almost almost anybody's like sort of um, interpretation if it's different than yours. Sure, right? Um, take issue and blow it out, and you know, maybe blow it out of the proportion, right? Um, I think it's just a matter of just like, come on, like there are some things that isn't just a, it, it's just not a big deal right <laughs> it's just not a big deal it's more
2: of a no, man, opinion sometimes it's a big deal saying. to people there is man.
0: nothing like there are some things that some people will believe that are different than yours and you know you don't make it you know you, you know we'll make it like some what's what's the saying like um, a, ma- a matter of salvific value or you know yeah like they yeah, like, make like, it your, your, based on salvation yeah like your salvation is in jeopardy because you know they believe there's some I, because there's I eat some, meat yeah there are some <laughs> things that just aren't a big deal okay in the grand scheme of things now for sure yeah that's not to say there's not to say that almost anything can be a slippery slope for the right person sure okay. But as a whole, just because it's a, a slippery slope for you know for a handful of people doesn't necessarily you have to like denounce the whole thing. Mm-hmm. right? Just mm-hmm. make sure you're aware of the dangers that come with it. But don't go around labeling somebody a heretic mm-hmm. because of it and that it's heresy. right? So that's that's just sort of my, my take on on that. Now having just having said that, are there things that are that are heretical absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and you have to deal with it you have to confront it you know um at the very least on your in your own belief system Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know Mm -hmm. uh if you're able to rectify that with the way that you you understand the bible the principles the gospels you know you yourself have to you know um find a way to see if it if if it's what is according to the Bible, Bible, um, or not. And if it mm-hmm. is, then hey, you know, good for you. If it's not, get rid of it, True. right? At the very least. So there is, yeah. there are things out there because like look, we're, I know we kind of like, and, and we've said this before, like this is a very people-centric sort of podcast, you know, how we deal with things in our everyday life. But let's not forget, there is an evil side. There's the other side. There's not just us and God, mm-hmm. right? And Satan and his and his his forces—they're not going to take our stuff lying down, right? They are. That's it's. He's the father of lies. He's about lying. He's about mm. manipulation and twisting facts and mm. fake news and all that good stuff. And so, you know, he's going to. You know, insert things that'll confuse us to get us away from God, and so you have mm-hmm. to deal with that. But that just that just means that you need to know more about your Bible than maybe you think you should.
2: That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that the main issue is you've said it: so people need to read their Bibles and pray every pray day. Pray every day, <laughs> and, and they'll grow, and they'll grow, and grow, grow. grow yeah and (laughs) grow out of heresy (laughs) and study it and see the overall story of the bible and see every you know you you can pray and ask god for like how to view the scriptures and how to view those passages and uh, remove your biases and um, personal experiences from before and just ask the holy spirit how can I? What are you mm. trying to tell me within these verses?
2: The being, the Holy Spirit, not a <laughs> not force, a force of, of God. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Yeah, and
0: uh, and uh, you know, take a. I mean, you every, pretty much everybody has access to like Google and search engine, engine no, the internet, the engine ed, or even just like you know your standard encyclopedia in, in, uh, encyclopedias. Commentary. at some, no, some of the some of the heresies that's been down through the uh, through the ages, through right? the years. And see what's what's out there, right? In terms of like what you know people have thought before that isn't in line with you know biblical teaching. Mm-hmm, for sure, right? Uh, that that won't hurt.
2: <laughs> Guys, I had the best idea. No, not the best idea. The worst idea of how to purge out heresy within a church I would do it do Have it. a sermon and then say all the heretical statements I said in the article and I asked people in the congregation <laughs> raise your hand if you believe in this <laughs> and then at the end of asking all those questions be like you are all heretics <laughs> wow and this is why you and know, that's I- the worst idea <laughs> and that's the worst way to purge
0: out heresy <laughs> in a church you know, I've always wanted to preach a sermon, um, and then at the end of the sermon, just say to them, "Okay, so everything, uh everything that I've said is true, except for one thing. Right? Which one is it?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> no, you
2: you, just, you you say that, and you're just like, and have a blessed day, church. I have a blessed
0: day, church. <laughs> just go with God. Go- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have." No, because yeah, like man. you know, it's almost like you know. Particularly, I, I don't know if we're derailing, but you know, sometimes you kind of tune out in a sermon,
2: and you don't listen. And then, and so and maybe, then you're getting trapped into some heresy. Yeah, you get trapped you're into not, some heresy. And so, yeah, yeah, attention, no, understand. You know, think, think things through. I think that's the big thing. That's a big thing that I've I've learned to just really know, really know what the Bible teaches, and really be firm and like. Foundational with those things. Yeah. That's why I hear sermons and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> 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 I don't uh, know about there. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Cringe. But, just a bit. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's like almost heresy, <laughs> but not at the same time. But there's grace, you know? There's so, grace. Uh, there's grace, but uh so You got a little bit of Pelagianism in there. <laughs> so uh just read your Bible prayer every day, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and well I, I think also read your bible absolutely know what's <laughs> out there get get an idea you know you, you know you at, at least your foundational principles that are there but as mm-hmm. sort of you know solomon was saying in ecclesiastics or to be more technical Kohelet, the, the teacher or whatever <laughs> you know too much studying uh you know too much studying will like It's not good for you,
2: right? We go Uh, like stir crazy and then you just get too deep into it.
0: Yeah, you can get lost in the weeds. And I think that's how some of these guys, you know, kind of veered off the path,
2: Mm, right?
0: Uh, Maybe they, they looked too intently at something and started to make inferences off things that maybe weren't there. And that idea festered and grew. Yeah, and and festered and grew. And and they lost sort of like, you know, uh, memory of another biblical principle that speaks to it, that helps you direct into a more, you know, uh, more correct path. But then, you know, because they didn't, they're so lost in the weeds in this one Mm. particular verse that they started going off the beaten path and... Lo and behold, you have a heretic, Old, and, heretic. You're, and you're being nailed against the wall from the Spanish Inquisition. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's so few things can lead you down the wrong path. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man.
2: Broad is the way. Thanks, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so I I want to bring this question up. Like, Go. So non-Salvanitic I will call them. So I'm gonna call them just accessory beliefs because that's the way I, <laughs> I view them. Accessory beliefs. Okay. Um, <laughs> so some people, so say some people believe in so and so accessory belief or such and such a belief that is not has nothing to do with salvation, but they believe it. And another group says that's heretical. Like you shouldn't be believing in that because that ain't it, you know. And the biggest thing I can think about is just the there's there's a there's a the, the belief of like LGBTQ Christians so that's, that's what I think about because okay I don't like calling it... okay let's not call it accessory belief that's not nice <laughs> um, because like one side would say that a a person cannot be LGBTQ or like living a LGBTQ lifestyle and be a Christian at the same time and then the other side could say. Yes, you can be LGBTQ living in that lifestyle and be a Christian. So I don't want to like put anyone here within the group, you know, put them at stakes, but I'm just saying like, what do we do with things like that? Like, do we constitute that as heresy for other people or like other with other accessory, stop with accessory beliefs, other beliefs that do not constitute with salvation that do not constitute salvation.
0: I, I I hesitate greatly to use mm. the word heresy.
2: Heresy. Good. Okay. Right? I hesitate.
0: So um, in the way that in my personal view, okay, um, if you had somebody that was in the plus, right, um, and they're in a church setting and they're, you know, they're worshiping and they're whatever, I don't have a problem with that, Mm -hmm. Uh, in the same way that I, you know, I don't have problems with somebody that has, you know, uh, a problem with uh, with alcoholism, you know, in the in the sense that you know I'm I'm turning them away from the church, Mm. right? Because I don't know where their I don't know where their faith journey is. Sure. Um, And when it comes down to Saying who is like they're they're
2: they're saved, I should say. Yes. Okay. It's like the who's in, who's out.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like I can't sure, sure.
2: make those uh, labels. Making yeah, those I can't. I, can't, I people, mean, that yeah. is
0: not that's that's not my that's not my call. It's not our job. Right? That's not, not my, job? my job. That's not my call. Only God can figure that out because God, mm-hmm. the only God, as the scripture says, only God sees into the heart. Sure. Right, and it's His call. All right. Right. Um, who, so who's saved, you know, who's saved or not? So that's not up to me. Uh, I'm not going to deny that the Bible flat out says that homosexuality is an abomination. I'm not going to say that it that doesn't exist. I'm not going to sh- sugarcoat that either because that's that's there, and you can't you can't wish that away, you can't cover that up, right? You can't push that off to the side because it's there, mm. um, and it's such a strong, you know, it's, it's a strong wording. Um, so I think for me, I, where I, I guess I, I draw the line is if, you know, somebody from the LGBTQ community plus community or that's, that's living that lifestyle and that's going around in our church that's saying, Hey, yeah, it's natural. It's, it's, it's whatever. Um, then, you know, that's that's where there be some tension there. There's, there's going to be something that we've got to deal with because it it's clearly against what the Bible says, mm. right? I wish that wasn't going to happen. I don't want that to happen. I, you know, I'm, I'm a conflict avoider, so I definitely don't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> but at the same time, like you just you you have to, you know, there are some there are some situations
2: you wish didn't happen, but it is there, and you got to deal with it. Fair. But I guess you would say that does not constitute heresy in the sense. I mean, that's the Um, question I'm asking, right? Like what, what, this goes back to the question, what constitutes heresy? Is that constitute? Okay, I don't want to put you on, I don't want to put you on, I don't want to put you on the hot seat, you know, put you (laughs) in a place. But I'm just asking, I'm just asking the question because I'm just really curious. Because I guess for me, like I would say that I would constitute something as heresy if people are saying that they have to do something else outside of um accepting you know jesus sacrifice and free gift of salvation and if you have to do anything on top of that i feel like that's heresy like oh you have like it's like the you know grace and have you have to do works I'm not saying that you have to do works like or your yeah. works will things like that right yeah but i don't know if we'd say that that's if someone is believing that we say that's heresy if that's not heresy i don't know i'm just asking a question i don't want to put anyone in a position, or put them in a <laughs> position of uh, they they don't want to say something they don't want to say. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, no, I yeah. mean, like I said, I mean, in in that instance, like I said, I don't have any problem with somebody is of that worshiping because you know um, I don't know where the Holy Spirit is working on their heart. Sure, right. Um, in that regard, I I do have a problem if they're going around and saying no, God, you know, says it's okay um when it that's not what the bible says All right uh i will have a problem with that uh i'm mm-hmm. I'll, i probably will be really conflicted if they also want to um get into leadership position in a church
1: yeah that's the tricky part for uh, me too
0: that that's i mean yeah i like i i don't um like it's more clear when they do start if they do teach that what I have to do when they want to if they're not doing that but they want to be part of of uh, leadership within the church that becomes that becomes tricky for me
1: mm-hmm. a lot yeah but yeah but even that converse that that issue of you know differentiating whether that's a heresy or not. I think that Mm. comes with more of a one-on-one conversation uh, with the person rather than a committee against one, right? Yeah. Like the whole church membership against this one person. Uh, I think there definitely needs to be more of a conversation. And, yeah, and as Alan said, um, he hesitates with using – (laughs) <laughs> the word heresy and yes yeah, so do I and because that's I know good. I know yeah, that's strong. I know how strong it is. It's a strong I know, it's a strong thing, um, yeah. Like what heresy means in the Bible and what the mm. consequences are for a person who taught heresies in the Bible is that's pretty much like synonymous with miscommunicate um excommunication. excommunication so communication. Wow. That's really a strong word. Um so Mm-hmm. definitely heresy would be the last <laughs> last resort um in the yeah
2: in like putting a label and putting yeah. a statement on someone essentially right yeah um
0: having said that I mean if my definition and I still hold on to that definition of a heresy that it, that is something that is explicitly against what the bible teaches mm. um then yeah I'm gonna like the whole scenario we just brought up yeah that's gonna be a tough thing for me that's to say it's a it's a tough thing for me to say no it isn't okay um yeah as I, I'm not like I said I'm not going to bring it up and you can do things in kindness right you can do things uh that's gentle and with a loving spirit um mm-hmm. you know and if somebody's you know sort of struggling with that uh, hey yeah man like that's i'm here for you right i'm here with your struggles and you know if you're you're trying to work through that yeah let me know what i can Mm do uh to help out but if they're belligerent about it you know if if they're going around trying to change people's you know idea of it um you know as something that 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 should be accepted that's acceptable in the bible um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to have to have like a loving conversation. Have, I'll have to have a loving conversation with this person. Right. And mm-hmm. at that point, it now gets kicked into, um, either Paul. Or, yeah. I think it was Paul's idea of how you handle conflict. Talk to the person. If you've got something that you have against them, if they don't listen, bring somebody else with you. Right. Down that process. Yeah. Right. Because, you you know, as much as we want to say, yeah, there are some things that you should just let go. There are some things that you can't, Mm -hmm. right? And there's some things that you have to, not only, not only because, um, you know, the Bible says so, uh, but to avoid, you know, to clarify things uh, for people that are in the church because Mm -hmm. they're on their faith journey too, Mm -hmm. right? And as somebody that if you know differently, if you know what, the Bible teaches and what is what is true within the confines of you know, biblical scripture, you kind of got to speak up. Do it nice, uh, do it in gentleness, do it in kindness, do it in love. Mm-hmm. But there are just some things that, there are some battles you have to fight. As much as we wish that they weren't, they didn't come up. And like I said, as a conflict avoider, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at all kinds of ways to like not have that, you oh, know, I'm not, not there. have that battle, but if it I'm comes, you, 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 there are some battles you have to fight. Mm. And there are some people that are just not going to, you know, come out of it and you wish it weren't so, because like God says, like the father says, he wishes that no one would yeah. be lost. Yeah. Mm. But that's just not the reality. Jesus tells us that in the parable of the sheeps and the goats. revelation tells us that there are people that will not choose him mm-hmm. that will choose to not listen and, and just do what is, you know, will do what is, is it, it fits their narrative. It fits their lifestyle. There's just, and we all do that to a certain extent. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, you know but for the christian we are taught to submit we're taught to be you know uh, to be molded by god into somebody that's you know to something that that fits him mm-hmm. yeah um so hmm. i wish it weren't i wish it weren't that that case i wish that we all could just accept people um and their beliefs any which way that, that it comes hmm. and we can to a certain extent until it becomes a problem where they're now trying to sway people over to that side. If it goes against, clearly goes against what the Bible teaches, there are some things that are open to interpretation. Yeah. But if, <laughs> but if the Bible straight out says it's an abomination, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for that.
1: Hmm. For me, with a scenario that we just brought up, um, I've personally, I'll even give them the room. Um, how like have you studied I I would ask them have you studied the scriptures and have you prayerfully um listened to God um regarding living this lifestyle right and if they said that they feel like God is okay with it and that Mm. um it's acceptable to God and he has not convicted Mm -hmm. my heart otherwise then like for me like I I have no place to say, Oh, that's wrong or like, oh, like that's not what God told you because this is the scriptures. Like, um I I'm willing to give them that room of um and benefit of the doubt that like what God is convict or like what God did not convict them of, okay, you can live like that. But if the church believes otherwise and this is what the church believes, and this is what we believe the Bible says, then if they start teaching that, like, the point that I'll be having a problem with is when they start teaching that. Um, If the church that I lead and the church that, um, or the church that I belong to, places a line of, this is what we believe, and we are not affirming of this lifestyle, and then they start teaching that to other people, I think that's when that will get tricky for me. And that's when like, I'll have to definitely have that conversation with that person.
0: The other thing that I think that should be said is that as, as Christians that, you know, that are, that are also called to defend the truth, be consistent. Because as much as we want to say, as much as I can say, okay, yeah, in the Bible, there's a passage that says that homosexuality is an abomination. You know what else is is uh, an abomination? Lying lips, slander, bearing false witness, all these lies, um, lying is an abomination to God. So if you're going to call one out, you got to call the other stuff out too. Mm. Fair. Yeah.
1: Because
2: I feel like a lot of the times that does go, like other things just go, you know, go under the radar we're like we just let it slide okay.
0: yeah and then you don't you definitely don't want to pick on somebody because it's easy to do right Um in that regard <sighs> hard topic guys okay sorry
2: thanks Billy I for so taking curious. us here man oh cool. I can't believe we went there what I learned from this talk um be very slow to call people heretics yeah <laughs> It's, it's very tough. very slow to call people heretics and call out what call it heresy, because I feel like there's only there's only very like uh, there's like very there's big things that we should be calling out as a heretical, rather some things are just like things that need to be talked about and um, had conversations with, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, so. Uh, heresy is something serious and we should be very slow as billy said Mm -hmm. to label people very 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 slow and we definitely can't do it um, as a as individuals like it's not our place as individuals to label people as heretics um at this point in time in the church's history what jesus says Mm. i think when when he said, uh, "Whatever is, binded in heaven, uh, is, will be bound on earth, and whatever is loosed in heaven will be loosed. Whatever is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven too." So, uh, I think at this point in the church's history, I think the only, the definitive body that can label someone as a heretic is the church like the group of leaders and um, people who definitely know more of the scriptures and have have that calling to be the church leaders. And as as the body of leadership and as elders or church board members, then like they can discuss. And even then, even as a body of leaders, they're still they should still be slow to call people heretics, right? Uh, I'm not <laughs> saying as a leader you have, or like as bodies of leaders you have, you know, you have the green card to readily label someone as a heretic. No, do your due diligence and um, make sure you interview. Mm. And there's a lot of conversation that needs to go on before labeling that person um, an, a heretic. And let give that person room to defend themselves um, not in front of the whole church where they can dissuade people; they can persuade people, but um, in front of that leadership who is questioning that person. So, um, heresy <laughs> is a strong word, and we w- we discourage heresy. people from using it so lightly, uh, and that's why we <laughs> <laughs> so lightly. Yeah, don't miss that part. <laughs> don't use it very. Don't use it lightly. We're not, we're not saying oh, don't man, use it gosh. ever. We're saying don't use it lightly. I don't like the way you <laughs> preach. Come on, heretic.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh man. Um, yeah, I guess that's a good way to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Thank you, folks, for joining us in this episode. We hope that you learn more about <laughs> heresies and orthodoxy <laughs> and. Um, yeah, the general practices of the church and somewhat, you know, few tidbits of history here and there with Marcion, um, the heretics in the church's history and people who, you know, the church thought as heretics like Copernicus and Galilee, but, you know, ended up being correct. And <laughs> there's definitely lessons to be learned <laughs> from that. And uh, study your church history and study your Bible every day and pray so that you would grow and we hope that you learn more about the seriousness of this topic and yeah and we hope that you don't easily label others as heretics uh let us know what you think um send us a shout out at the prodigals project on facebook twitter and instagram and let us know what you think about what was said in this episode we are here every wednesday uh, unless I get really busy in editing. you are third Thursday. Uh, if you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe and make sure you leave a review. That will go a long way in helping us out. That's all we have for you this week. Stay blessed and stay faithful and stay away from teaching heresies and join us again next week <laughs> please, on the please Prodigals please stay podcast. Away. The
0: Prodigals.